Revival Exposure Ministries presents Faith Connection Church's podcast with Hermes Falco Jr. We always bring a message of faith and hope that will encourage your walk with God. Enjoy it. I want you to turn your Bibles with me to John. And verse 27. We're talking about discerning God's voice today. Amen. We need that in this hour. Lots of voices speaking. And I'm going to give you the three voices that are speaking today in the world. Okay? There are three voices. Say three voices. And we need to listen to one voice. Go and let's read together John 10, verse 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Now, when you're a baby, when you're born as a baby, do we need to teach babies how to hear, or they just have the sense to hear? The babies, as they develop, they, they learn how to distinguish sounds. So the ability to hear is already there. When you're born again, the ability to hear God is already there. You don't have to teach them how to hear. You have to teach them how to discern. So when you say, let's teach how to hear God, actually what, you're, what we're saying is let's teach how to discern God's voice. Because the senses are already there. Say, I can hear God. It's already in me. The fact that you're here today is because God brought you here. You hear his voice. Amen. You hear his whisper. So let's turn to Romans 8, verse 14 through 16. The Bible says that those, I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but that those who are led by the Spirit are the children of God. So let me tell you something. When you're led, when you're a child of God, expect to be led by the Spirit. Pastor, I don't know how to hear God's voice. Actually, you do. You don't know how to distinguish His voice. Does anybody have to teach you, hey, let me teach you how to hear. Teach me how to hear. Do you need teaching how to hear or you just hear? Same thing in the spirit. You need to learn how to distinguish his voice. But the ability to hear is already there by the spirit of God. So every one of you who are born again by the spirit, you already receive with that the ability to hear God. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody today. So don't ever allow the enemy to tell you, you cannot hear God. No, you can, because you're born again. My sheep hear my voice, and they shall not follow the stranger. Amen? Let's read Romans 8, 14 through 16. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. The Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So how do you know you're saved? Is it because somebody prophesied you're saved? Is it because one day somebody sprinkled water on you or baptized you or whatever? You know you're saved because there's a witness on the inside. The Holy Spirit is telling you, Marie, you're my child. Linda, you're my child. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> uh, Afi, you're my child. The Spirit of God is speaking on the inside of you and saying, you are my daughter. You are my son. There's a witness. Now, if for the most important thing, there's a witness on the inside, how, how much more for the other things? So don't tell me you cannot hear God. Maybe you are not distinguishing his voice properly because there are other voices speaking and you need to silence every other voice. If I'm speaking here and all of you are talking, you're not going to hear me properly. But it, shh, everybody's silent. Hear what I have to say. You can hear. You can listen. And there's a difference between hearing and listening. Hearing is physical. Listening is understanding what's being said. So the Bible says, if you're a child of God, you're led by the Spirit. So I should expect to be led by the Spirit in all my decisions. How can you do that? How can you do that? You can do that by training yourself to shut down the other voice and hearing what God is speaking. Amen. Listening to the Holy Spirit is everything in the Christian life. If you stop listening to Him, you're in trouble because the Holy Spirit knows stuff that you don't. <laughs> Is that true? He knows things that are deep that we cannot perceive with our eyes. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Touch on everything. Listen to the Holy Spirit. You better listen. So there's, there's a problem. Many Christians are confused. I don't hear. I cannot hear God, Pastor. Yes. No, that's a lie from the devil. The ability was already given. The spirit was given. The word was given. So let me tell you how you begin to hear God. Open this book and read the word. This is the beginning, the entry point. Because if you don't obey what's already being written to you directly, you will not obey the rest. You're living like the devil. You're living in adultery. You're living doing all wrong things. And I cannot hear God. No, you, you don't obey what is already written here. Why do you expect that he will speak to you about other things when you don't obey what is written here already? That's the entry point. Amen. So now as a baby develops, he'll begin to differentiate sounds. He'll begin to know the voice of the mother, the voice of the father. But it takes time. That's how it is with the Christian. You're born again and you have the ability to hear. But it will be a walk and a process for you to begin to distinguish the sounds. But Jesus said, my sheep... They know my voice. Say, I know the voice of Jesus. You, isn't that a, a big relief? Because the enemy's like, you don't know. Shut up, devil. Jesus said, I, I, my sheep know my voice. I am his sheep. I know his voice. And I don't follow your voice. So there are three voices speaking today in the world. The voice of man is number one. Oh, so and so said this, you know, I, I, I bet I, I, I'm afraid to say what I believe because so and so is going to say this and whatever. You know what? Live for God first. I'm not saying pick fights over little things. I'm saying have standards, have absolutes. We're living in a time and a season where people don't want to have absolutes. What absolutes? Jesus is the only way to the Father. The blood of Jesus is the, what 
approaches me to God and I have access by faith. There's heaven and there's hell. And the only way to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ. That's absolutely, it's, it's unchangeable. We live in a season where people don't want to have absolutes anymore. Well, it depends on what you believe. Oh, well, it depends on what you think. No, it doesn't. If a hurricane comes here and everybody is, is coming out of the city and I say, I don't believe in hurricanes. The hurricane is going to hit me no matter what, if I believe or not. So have absolutes. Say have absolutes in your life. Have standards by which you live. And what is the standard? The word of God. So the voice of man is a voice that is considering only natural things. And this voice comes through friends, comes through our own intellect. How many know that your mind will battle the Holy Ghost sometimes? Do this. No, I, I, I made the math and it doesn't, um, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Give this offering. No, I, 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 I'm not sure. You know, I, I made the budget and it doesn't feel, but the Holy Ghost is saying do that. God, when he asks you something, he's not taking away from you. He's taking from you so you can get even more. When Abraham, when God asked Isaac from Abraham, he was not trying to take Isaac away. He was trying to have Abraham have his heart completely surrendered to him. When God tells you to give something, and I'm not doing a second offering message, I'm just saying, when God tells you to give something, it is not for your loss, it's for your benefit. Come on somebody. The voice of man is the voice of society, the voice of, of uh, the media, the voice of the trends of today, the voice of, of today's ideology. It's the voice of man. You know, one guy in Brazil recently, a volleyball player, made a statement on his social media saying that he believed in traditional family. That was all. Very short. He was kicked out of his team, um, unemployed. I mean, it was a big mess. Just because he wrote on his Instagram, he's for a traditional family. But... He had 200,000 followers. After he made this statement, he gained 2 million followers. People said, I stand with you. You know, you know what? People are looking for those who position themselves. Not attack, not hate, not speak, you know, evil. But I'm saying, that's what I believe. I'm, I'm not, I'm not um, cursing anybody. I'm not attacking anybody. But you have to have alliance of absolutes because people respect that nowadays. Why? He's a Christian, by the way. Just because he said that the team's like, you're out. And, and people are cursing him on television. Uh, sports commentators saying, you're homophobic. You're a horrible person. You're a bad character. So he's actually got a lot of lawyers who support him and said, let's sue all these people. And he gained 2.3 2 million followers just because he positioned himself. Yeah, he had 200,000, 200, now he has 2.3 million, 3 million. You know, people are realizing, hey, listen, that's not right, voice of man. 
If you don't fear men, listen to me. If you fear God, you have no reason to fear men. If you fear God, listen, God is your provider. God is your provider. Now, let me tell you something that's very, um, when, when someone touches the financial arena, it's very sensitive. Now, imagine this guy. He had a job, had popularity. He, he won gold medals for Brazil in the volleyball. He was well known. Just because he made a statement, no attack, nothing. They, saw, they called cancel culture. They canceled him. Actually, they tried to cancel him because he got 2 million followers. So he, he actually increased his following. Why am I saying this? Because the voice of man puts pressure on us. There is a pressure against the church trying to suffocate the life of God out of us. But we're saying, I'm not, I don't follow the voice of man. I follow the voice of the Holy Spirit. I'm not picking fights. I'm not saying stuff to uh, demean anybody or, or trying to attack anybody. I just stand with the word of God. That's it. Because there's the other extreme where people are trying to attack. And that's not wise. Okay? That's not. You, you don't. If you attack one type of sin, you got to attack all others. Right? You got <laughs> to attack everything. Amen? But you just need to stand on the word of God. Um, the voice of man is the voice of pressure from society. And we're living in this age where it's very difficult to stand. Talk about the school system. Talk about the university system. Ten years ago when I was, I was in college, I was raising my hand sometimes. Saying, hey, yeah, don't agree with that. Don't, don't talk about Jesus like that. Oh, why? Because I'm a Christian. You've got to respect my faith. But I was the only one. There are other Christians there. They're like, oh, you know... <laughs> Because you gotta, you, you, you gotta be bold to stand. And the voice of man is the voice of intellectual reason as well. Humanism. Humanism is just um, Satan in disguise. Because when man is in the center, Satan is in the center. That's, that's the truth. When man is at the center, listen, when Satan is at the center, so you cannot have like men in the center anyway. The gospel is not, does not have men in the center. God is in the center. Jesus is in the center. Does that make sense? So the voice of man is the intellectual reasoning. And the intellectual, re that's why the Bible says the natural man cannot understand the things of the spirit. 1 Corinthians 2.14. Uh, because uh, God's, man's mind cannot understand the supernatural God. And go to Romans 12.1.2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So the Bible says that you need to renew your mind. In other words, renew your mind according to God's system. And you'll not compromise your faith. Don't compromise. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It doesn't mean that you're picking fights with everybody. That's not what I mean at all. I just mean in your heart, 
and your positioning have absolutes and standards by which you live by. Amen. I don't have children now, but when I do, my kids are not going to celebrate Halloween. That's it. Uh, my wife thinks exactly the same. We're in agreement with that. That's, that's it. I don't care. Oh, but so-and-so is going to I don't care what they say. I don't care what the culture says. That's, that's, I follow the culture of the Bible, the culture of the kingdom. That's, how, that's what we follow. Now, I'm not saying it's a heaven or hell uh, um, matter because sometimes, let's say, for example, someone out of ignorance goes to, uh, uh, puts the custom in the kids. They're not going to go to hell over that. However, there are spiritual implications for here on the earth that they don't realize. Does that make sense? Not everything is a heaven or hell issue, but they, that does not mean that they're not important. <laughs> and does it make sense? Amen. Hallelujah. And then their number two is the voice of Satan. How many have had negative thoughts bom being bombarded at you sometimes? <laughs> the voice of God calms our spirit. The voice of Satan obsesses our spirit. The voice of God comforts our spirit. Satan's vo voice worries us. The voice of God convicts. The voice of the enemy condemns. The voice of God encourages. The voice of the enemy discourages. The voice of God enlightens. The voice of the enemy confuses. The voice of God leads. The voice of the enemy pushes. How many, how many can, can understand that? The voice of God reassures. The voice of the devil frightens and scares us. The voice of, the, of God steals us, calms us. The voice of the devil rushes us. Does it, how many can relate to that? When there's a voice condemning you and say, oh, there's no more hope. I know that voice already. Oh, you're hopeless. Shut up in Jesus' name and get out of here. You come to the end of the line. There's no more. God does not care about you anymore. Oh, really? I know your voice, devil. Get out of here in Jesus' name. When there's a voice trying to push you down, trying to discourage your faith, trying to take hope away from you, and trying to slam you to the ground, it's not God doing that. It's the devil. John 10.10, 10, let's read that. What, it's a very familiar passage of scripture, but let's read what the Bible says concerning the devil and his purpose on the earth. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So the purpose of the enemy is to steal, say steal, kill, and destroy. Whenever you feel the devil speaking to you, know that the purpose behind that voice is to steal, kill, and destroy. It's still what? Steal your joy, steal your peace, it's still your family, it's still everything, it's still everything he can steal from you without any mercy. That's the enemy. And you gotta know that because you cannot accept this as truth. The Bible says. He's the liar and the father of lies. He's a murderer from the beginning. Let's read John 8, 44. You must know when the enemy is speaking because you cannot agree with him. The moment you and I agree with him, we empower the lie. Does that make sense? John 8, 44. 
you are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks now, a lot... Stop here for a second. There is no truth in him. So anything you recognize, that's the enemy speaking. There is no truth in him. Jesus said, there is, say, there's no truth in him. So whenever you recognize, the enemy is saying, I've, I've seen Christians say, the devil is saying this, this, and that. I say, okay, there's no truth in that. Oh, but the, you're trying to be de the devil's advocate and trying to, like, you know, uh, you know, plead his case. Come on, keep going. There's no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Yeah, he's a liar? Say liar. liar. The devil is a liar. So whenever you recognize, and you even say, the devil is saying this, I mean, it's a lie. It's a lie. There's no more hope. Uh, uh, God is mad at you, right? Now, now, let's say you made a mistake and you even sinned. Now, it's over, boy. It's over. Voice of the devil condemns. The voice of the Holy Spirit convicts unto repentance. Let's say you've messed up and done something wrong. The Holy Spirit will, will speak to you and say, hey, you got to fix that. Repent, change, come back. Ask forgiveness. R turn from your sin. That's what the Holy Spirit is going to tell you in a loving way. It can be even harsh, but he'll, he'll speak to you with love. Even when it is hard. The devil will not do that. He'll say, oh, you know what? You've messed up. It's over. Don't even come to church. Don't even ask them to pray for you. Don't even come to the altar. There's no more way for you. That's the devil will do. And we must learn how to recognize the voice of God and distinguish between the voice of God and the voice of the devil. Because if we do not, we shall be in big trouble. I've seen believers Saying, the Lord spoke to me, blah, blah. No, he did not speak to you. It was the devil that's speaking to you. Because the fruit of it is not godly. Amen. I've seen so many people in trouble because they say God spoke to me and it was never God. It was a, de a demon that was speaking to them. And how do I know that? It's because it, it, the Holy Spirit, let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit always speaks in harmony with the word. And the nature of the Father. The voice of the Holy Spirit. You as a believer, you know God. Don't let the enemy deceive you. You don't know how to hear. Yes, I know. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. They hear me and they will not follow the voice of a stranger. I'm serving God. The very fact that you're here is because you hear God. Otherwise, you're being some Halloween party doing something else today. Dressed up as a witch or a warlock, whatever. But the very fact that you're here today is because you hear the Father. If you didn't, you'd not be wanting to serve Him. Who gave you the desire to serve God? Who gave you the desire to pray? Who gave you the desire to come to church? God gave you the desire to come to church. That is a proof that you're hearing God today. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. 
You don't know how to hear God because, you know, you don't know his voice. Yes, I do, devil. Shut up. I'm learning how to distinguish the voice of God. And I'm learning how to grow in hearing and listening to him. But I already listened to him because I gave my life to Jesus. Isn't that liberating? Come on, somebody. Isn't that awesome? Just to know that I, I, I know I have the ability Baby Daniel is here. You don't have to teach him how to hear. He already does. He can hear my voice right now. Maybe not because he's sleeping. <laughs> but he'll learn how to distinguish the sounds as time goes. But the ability is already there. The ability to hear God is already on the inside of you. You can hear him. You know his voice. You know his voice. But sometimes you speak some things that you don't want to hear. <laughs> That's why some Christians are in trouble. They don't even want to pray because they already know the answer. And they don't want to hear what God has to say. Because they don't want, because if you hear what God is saying, you better obey it. So number one was the voice, the, the, the vo number one voice that I spoke about, the voice of? What is that voice? Media, society, friends, your own intellect. That's the voice of man speaking. The voice of man is very dangerous. Because it leads to error. Our society at large is not following God. And I'm not speaking anything wrong. I was really impressed today, uh, this week, that I read about um, a poll that was done. They interviewed Christians between the age of 18 to 39. All over the country. And 70% said they don't fully agree that Jesus is the only way to heaven. 70. I have this link. I'm going to send to everybody. 70. 70. That's not everybody, but that's ages 18 through 39. 40 under. Amen. From several denominations and several churches. They, they, from, from Florida to... Washington State, New York, and, and that just, yeah, that's, that's horrible. That shows me something. We have a lot to teach the church. Because if you're here in church and you believe that Buddha can save you, I mean, you need to get saved. If you're here in church and you believe that, you know, there's, there's, there's other ways because all roads lead to heaven. No, they do not. They do not. If you go to Florida, you got to take nine, 95 north. Don't take don't, uh, south. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm wrong. 95 south. If you take it up north, you're not going to get there. Go to Maine or Boston. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, say no one, comes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. I was talking to my wife um, a couple of weeks ago, and, and we were just talking about the situation of, of the church in general. And I, and I said, you know what? If anyone comes to our church and we don't know them, they're going to hear about Jesus. An opportunity for salvation will be given. They, they will know about Jesus. They will know about salvation. They will know about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They will know about Jesus coming back. They will know what a sin is because we're going to preach and teach on that. 
Now, if you just give three points to be successful and, and, and put a worship on, that's the, that, that's the reason why we have a generation that knows worship songs that sometimes are not even biblical, but they know that, but they don't know the word. That's why they believe that. 70% are not, are not um, sure that Jesus is the only way to heaven. So, and, and it's, I, I'm going to send every, every one of you that link because it's from a re, um, reputable uh, source. It's not just like crazy, but it's like, it's like um, I think it's called Pro, but I have the link I can share with you. If you want more information on that, I can send you the link where you can read the whole article. Amen. But that just showed me something. People who are saying this, they're not hearing God's voice. Because when you hear his voice, you not contradict his word. Now, I, I'm, I, listen, I'm going to speak about the, the most important things of Christianity, okay? Now, I know some people believe we're going to go, the rapture is coming, and, and, it, and it is. Others believe that the rapture will be in the midst of the Great Tribulation. Others believe that we'll all go through the Great Tribulation, Right? If a person believes differently, now I, I, I have my own convictions, okay? But if a person believes differently, that, that does not mean they go to hell because of that. Or they're not Christians. I know anointed preachers who believe we're going to go through the Great Tribulation. But you got to study it out. But when you say that Jesus is not the only way to heaven, then, then you're, <laughs> you didn't know Jesus at all. Does that make sense? There are things in the Bible that, okay, I believe that, you believe that, you know, uh, 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 you know the, the flood was universal, all the flood was like uh, at a specific location. Different things that you can even disagree, but we're still one body. But when you say that Jesus is not the only way to the Father, we're done. Does that make sense? When you hear God's voice, the voice of God will be in harmony with the word of God and the nature of the Father. Amen. Always, always. After all, who inspired this word? Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit said something against that word, he'd be schizophrenic. <laughs> oh, I'm saying this today, but you know what? Um, I just changed my mind after all we're in the 21st century, you know. Holy Ghost is not going to do that. Let me tell you something. God is not going to rewrite the Bible for this offended generation. He will not. I'm sorry, that's the truth. We have to adjust to the word of God, not the other way around. You don't change the word to adjust to man. You change man to adjust them to the word. Come on, somebody. Say amen. amen. Are you happy that you are plugged in into a, a, a Bible-believing Holy Ghost church that will speak the truth? Come on, somebody. Uh, like I said, people who come here, they'll have an opportunity to hear about Jesus and salvation and bap water baptism and the baptism of the Holy Spirit and that Jesus is coming back and that the Bible is the infallible word of God. Come on. Now, if they don't want to believe that, that's going to be on them. But whoever comes in here will have an opportunity to, to uh, it's been so many people that have come and you know, there are several people missing today. But listen to me. 
So many people that have come to church and have been filled with the Holy Ghost right here. You know why? Because we believe in that and we preach it. You have whatever you preach. If you preach a watered-down message, you know, everybody can go to heaven, you know, um, um, you never know. I, I don't believe that Jesus is the only way. I mean, you're not preaching the gospel. You're just, you're just a, a mob of people gathering, but you're not gospel preacher. You're not a church of Jesus Christ. Amen? That's the truth. If a church does not preach Jesus as the only way, and I'm, I don't mean to be critical to church. I'm just speaking the truth from the Bible. If a group of people called a church does not preach that Jesus is the only way to heaven, they are just a mob of people gathering on Sunday morning. They're not the church of Jesus Christ. The voice of God. Number three is the voice of God. The voice of the Holy Spirit. He can speak to you many, many different ways. And I could have, a, I have, I have a message called the, the 10 most common ways that God speaks. So I'm not, I'm not speaking that today, but I'm just saying there are so many different ways that God can speak to you. But the, the primary way he speaks to his people is through his word. Say the word. I have a problem when believers say, I want to hear the voice of God and they never read the Bible. Brother, I long to hear the voice of God. Yeah, are you reading the Bible every day? No, I'm not. I don't have time for that. So you don't, you don't, you don't have time to hear the voice of God then. I long to hear God. Really? Okay. You want to hear God? Open your Bible and read it. That's, that's the entry point. I'm not saying there's the only way, but God speaks primarily. Say primarily. Through his word. There's a reason why the Holy Spirit inspired the scriptures. If it was not important, he wouldn't have done it. Isn't that true? The Holy Ghost inspired this word so we can read. And it can build our faith. And let me tell you something else. There's no way a believer can develop a relationship with God without his word. There's no real spiritual growth without the word of God. You may shake, you may quake, you may bake on the floor. But if you don't read the word of God, you're not going to grow spiritually. Preach. Amen. That's, that's the truth. I've seen people, you know, and, and I'm not knocking that because, I mean, we are Holy Ghost Church. We believe completely with the Holy Spirit. I believe on, on, on getting the touch, the anointing, and falling, and power, and shaking. We believe in all of that, okay? But if all you do, it's just, you know, I'm shaking here. Uh, I'm, I want to feel, I feel electricity this time, you know. My legs are shaking. Okay, that's great. Awesome. Cool. But, you know, are you reading the Bible? Are you growing spiritually? Are you praying? Amen. I'm not, I'm not knocking things down and saying, oh, that's all wrong. Because, you know, we're, we're a Holy Ghost church. We believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. Completely. But I'm just saying. If you don't study the scriptures, if you don't devote yourself to the Bible, if you don't devote yourself to really plugging in and getting disciple in the word of God, you're not growing spiritually. Oh, but I'm going to shake a little more. It doesn't matter. You can shake by putting your finger in the socket. You're going to shake. <laughs> oh, if all you want is an experience of shaking... Put your finger in the socket and, and, and receive some shake and electricity. Because you will. 
That's if that's all you want. And, I, and I'm not knocking it up because I felt electricity many, many times. And I, f- I feel the anointing. You know, I, I, I've shaken, I've fallen, I've cried, I've laughed. I've, I, I mean, a lot has happened to me. And it's real. And it's good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking. But if all you want is just to feel something, I mean, you can feel just, you know, if you want fire, just light some fire in the backyard and put your hand there. You're going to feel it. Why am I saying this? Because we must come back to the Bible. We must come back to reading the scriptures. We must come back to know what the Bible says about it. What does the Bible say about heaven and hell? What does the Bible say about money? What does the Bible say about marriage? What does the Bible say about eternity? What does the Bible say about issues that are really important? What does the Bible say? When people ask me, what do you think about this? Listen, it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what the Bible says. Because my opinion, it can be right or it can be wrong. But the Bible is never wrong. If I can give my opinion, I, I, may, I, I may make a mistake. We are humans. But I, I love to take people. Let me tell you what the Bible says. Let me share this with you. And here. You know about marriage? The Bible has a lot to say about marriage. You don't know about family? The Bible has a lot to say about family. You don't know about eternity? The Bible has a lot to say about that. You don't know about business and money? The Bible, read the book of Proverbs and, and, and observe what the Bible says about that and so much more the problem is we say we want to hear God but you don't spend time and don't position yourself to listen to him the ability is already there like I said don't question if you're how many are born again believers you believe in Jesus already come on just wait for me okay let me let, let me liberate you from the lie of the devil the ability to hear God is already inside of you period it's right there. You don't know. Shut up. I know the truth now. I can hear God. Period. That's it. The Holy Ghost will speak to us many times through the inner witness. Sometimes it's an impression. How many have felt uneasy about a decision that you were about to make? And you're like, man, everything seems to be all right. But deep in here, it's like, no. I've shared the story of a preacher that I met. He said he was dating a girl. And he was, his dad was really famous, like major like minister in the 80s, 70s and 80s. He said he was dating the girl. And he was excited about getting married. But he said that when he was about to buy the ring, deep inside the Holy Spirit was inside of him, don't do that. And he ignored it. Because listen, you can ignore the voice of the Spirit. And that's where it gets tricky. Because sometimes God is speaking to you. And if you don't want to listen to him, you'll be in trouble. God is saying, don't do this. Don't buy this. Don't invest in this. Don't do this. (laughs) Don't do this. Don't do that. You can suppress that voice. Because, that's why fasting is important. Because sometimes, listen, when we fast and we pray and we wait on on God, we're silencing the other voices. They're saying, God, I can hear. And so he he said he he went to the wedding day. And he didn't sign any paper. And the Holy Spirit spoke to him. There's still time. 
And you know what he, you know what he thought? Too late now, God. I'm here on the aisle. I'm going to get married. And he did. And then he told me it was a major disaster. Why? Didn't God speak to him? He did. Did he listen? No. It's not just about God speaking. It's about you obeying. God speaks something to you. Better obey it. He knows what he's speaking. Now let me tell you something. And we're about to close. So the voice of man, number one, the voice of Satan and the voice of it can be a whisper. It can be like a thunder. It can be like I mean, it, it, many different ways. God can speak to you through dreams. How many have had dreams from God, and you know it was God? How many had visions? You know that God spoke to you through visions. Come on. How many had impressions in your spirit like you knew? How many had somebody tell you a word that you know was God? Come on. The Holy Spirit cannot be put in a box and he only speaks this way. But I'm giving you different ways he speaks so you can learn how to recognize his voice. Isn't that important? Now there's one thing that I want to say. I'm going to close and pray. We have to silence all the other distractions in order to clearly distinguish the voice of the Father. This can be a distraction. For all of us. So don't just, don't just look at me and say, yeah, Pastor Hermes, you know that. But it can be for you too. It can be for all of us. All of us. Entertainment can be a distraction. I'm not saying watching movies is wrong. It depends on what you're watching. If you're watching tonight a horror movie, I don't recommend you do that. Amen. <laughs> and then don't come here next Sunday for deliverance. Amen. <laughs> I saw a, a meme that was like, Christians on Halloween, and all they were dressed up like the devil, and then said, Christians ne the next Sunday. And they were like, all in the church, like praying. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now listen. You have to silence all the other voices in order to hear God. And silence is physical. You can do that physically. You can turn off the phone. You can tell your family members, don't, don't disturb me. Now I'm going to pray. Whatever you want to do. That part is the easy part. Now, you know what, what the hardest part is? The stillness of the soul. Be still and know that I am God. This still is not the silence. Silence is the physical part. The stillness of the soul is the hardest part. You know why? Because sometimes, I've been there, sometimes you're so busy, there's so much going on, there's so much you're thinking about, there's so many problems, there's so many this and so many that, and you want to pray, but you everybody's quiet, but your mind is racing. Oh, what about this? What about this bill? What about this? How are going to pay that? How are going to do this? What about... It's not even the devil. It's your own soul. The devil's just like crossing his arm. I don't even need to interfere on that. Just... <laughs> and the devil takes advantage of that. Because he's, I'm just joking. Because he sees you in that situation. Like, he'll add up to it. So silence is the physical put away of distractions. And we, we all can do that. What did Jesus say in Matthew chapter 6? When you pray, go and close the, your door and talk to your father who sees what is done in secret. 
Isn't that what he says? But the stillness of the soul, we have to work on that with the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, help me. Because I need to quiet down my own voice so I can hear yours. The reason why you're not, you're saying, I don't hear God is not because he's not speaking. It's because you're so agitated that you don't stop. Quiet down your own voice. Quiet down the outer distractions and you hear what he's saying. How many can I identify with that? How many had trouble quieting your soul? That's the hardest part. All the others just like, okay, shut the door of my room, turn off the phone, tell everybody that I'm praying, whatever. Don't bother me. That's easy. Now, the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. That's how you can hear him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Can you get me that Bluetooth, baby? Please. The Bluetooth. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Miku, can you? Thank you, Lord. No. Miku's going to get it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Yeah, go. <laughs> See, that's a distraction. I'm just, I'm just saying that's how distraction works. Okay, um, distraction can. When you have distractions, it is hard to hear God. Not that the Holy Spirit is not saying something. Not that the Holy Spirit is not impressing something on you. But distractions, they turn you away. But when you say, Holy Spirit, I want to put away the distractions and I want to quiet my soul. That's when the Holy Spirit is going to be speaking to you and, and, and you'll be listening to him. The voice of God requires awareness from us. I'm going to say that again. And I'm almost done for real now. Just waiting for that, for that Bluetooth. The voice of God requires attention. What if I was preaching here and you guys were playing on your phones? You're playing video games or doing whatever. I'll be upset. <laughs> I'll be like, what are you doing? Like, listen to me. I'm not wasting my time here. Like, we're, 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 we're trying to, to get something done here, right? That's how it is with God. God is speaking to you, and, and your own soul is like, oh, oh, I just did it. I just did it. I'm going to do this. Oh, I have this tomorrow. Oh, next week, my family this. Oh, my school, my work, my job. Oh. And God's like, I want to talk to you. And I'm not talking about the outer distraction. I'm talking about your soul. Just can, you can you stay quiet for a second so I can speak to you? <laughs> My goodness. Even in your sleep, you're agitated. Come on. And the problem, listen, listen to me now. The problem is not that God is not speaking. The problem is, is that we are too agitated. 
We're too busy. And we don't stop and don't quiet down. Sometimes you can put Yeshua, Miko. No, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, really? Yeah, play Yeshua. Thank you, Jesus. How many can relate to what the message today? You're like, that's that's for me, Pastor. Like, that's me here. I've been listening to the voice of men too much. Oh, you know, my family said this, and you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I love my family, I love my wife, I love, I, I love my family. But listen to me, if if for some reason, which is not the case, but if any of them said something to me that was against the scriptures, I would stay with the scriptures. I don't care. That's, that's how, yeah, that, that, that's how you should be. Oh, you know, my, my daughter said this, and I, who cares? Who cares what she thinks when the Bible is already clear what, what it says? I'm not saying don't love your, your, your son or daughter. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying you got to stand with the word of God. And you got to quiet down your soul. Too agitated. Listen, you're not going to solve your own problems anyway. You're not in control anyway. There are, there are some factors that we can, we, can, we can control and we can, you know, do something. But there are a lot of outside factors that you cannot control. But you got to learn how to surrender to God. Surrender to God. Surrender your worries to God. Cast all your cares upon Him because He cares for you. That's First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Let's read this. I want to stand to your feet right now because I feel that if you listen to this message, if you relate to this message, this message is for you and you got to receive prayer today because I believe that God is a God that speaks to us so we can be changed. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We encourage you to share with your friends. The Ministry of World Evangelism in the Nations and building of the local church is made possible by generous contributions of friends and partners. We highly encourage you to give a love offering or partner with us monthly at www.revivalexplosion.com. Please send us your prayer request to office at revivalexplosion.com. Stay tuned for upcoming podcasts. God bless you.